0: Well let's welcome back Coach Taylor. Coach, do you have team updates for us?
1: Um, nope, just working through working through off season, working through the offseason um program. Um community services done for our guys from now so that they're excited about that. Uh, they can really hone in on schools and and uh, weights, waits and running, man, getting ready to start a running program actually next week, so excited about that. And uh, we're going to get a, about 18 inches of snow here uh, for the next couple of days. So I know our California, Texas, Florida, Puerto Rico, I know those, all of our guys from those warm-weather states, man, they're going to be super, super fired up about that. They can't wait. They embracing the, they, they're embracing the bold north. <laughs> like it.
0: yeah, you know, Coach, I'm kind of curious from you. I, I know you've been, you're frequently asked questions about recruiting and, and where you're at. I know that they have a national signing day, so to speak, there. But is there a time when you find that players are more, like, in February you're going to get more guys locked in, or March? Or, what becomes kind of a a prime period where people are signing with Hamlin?
1: Yeah, it just it, you know it all fluctuates with just the way the um the year goes, man. Some years, Rob, and listeners, you'll get guys early at Hamlin. You know, some years you'll get them late. Now we tend to the sweet spot for us is really January, February, is where we're going to get the bulk of our class. But you know, we had um, we had a, a we had a handful of commits. We probably had about five to six committed from October to Thanksgiving. You know, and then we get the meat, the meat and the potatoes. You know, through December, uh, January, February. If it were if it were up to me, I would love for our class, for us to have 75% of our class done by January 1. But that's just not. We've been shooting for
0: that goal, and that's just that's just not the way. So. Well, let's jump into fan questions this week, and we'll start with David. He'd like to know, when you're watching film of opposing teams, what are you looking for?
1: Yeah, good question. Um, We can talk an hour about that. Well, if if I'm looking at it through the lens of a special teams coordinator, trying to find out ball placement on kickoff, um, you know, their kickoff team, where's the kicker putting the ball? That helps us to to place our returners. Um, You know, the hang time. The hang time of the um, the hang time of the punter, you know how high is the ball going, how long is it up in the air for, you know what's the block point of their punter? So when their punter catches the football and takes steps, how you know how many how many where is the block point? Is it 11 yards? Is it 10 yards? Those are things you can tell your punt block team. Uh, those are just a few things you know from from a special team standpoint. Defensively, when we're looking at somebody else's defense, you know just trying to see the leverage of how they're calling the secondary plays. Um, are they, are there, is the defensive line getting up the field? Are they trying to hold their gaps? Do the linebackers come downhill hard? Do they scrape over the top? And then we're looking at other teams' offenses. I'd say a couple things that we're really trying to identify is personnel. Who are they? Who's their personnel? Who are they trying to get the ball to? Um, how good is the quarterback? You know, does the quarterback give us give away when he's getting ready to snap the football? You know, receiver's alignments. Do they, do receiver's alignments tell us run pass? Um, do our offensive linemen, are their hands heavy in the ground, meaning it's going to be run? Are they light on their hands, meaning it could be passed, or they're gonna pull? So just a lot of different things, and that's just I'm just I'm just painting broad strokes. I and mean, we can get really into the weeds with that. I mean, there's a lot. That's why I, during the season, I just actually would tell our staff right now, we're working through you know eight-hour days. There's no need to grind. You know, you know eight-hour days, get your work done, recruit um, in the morning, and working football in the afternoon. But once the season comes, that's why we work so many hours because there's so much, so many things you gotta. To to identify you know when you're when you're scouting slash breaking down another team
0: so. So would a do you have a coach who's reviewing everything or would like the offensive coordinator be working on just watching the defense of the opposing team or how do you kind of break that down?
1: Great question. Yep. So defensive coaches are are, are combing through with a fine comb of the other of team's offense. Our offensive coaches are are, are fine um, working through with a fine comb. Of the defense special teams coordinator his eyes are all focused on special teams and then myself i'm watching all three phases you know so that that puts a lot of stress on me to kind of just kind of just see what all three phases look like and i can put my input in on on um, what what i've seen too so yeah every coach has and then within that every coach has their own responsibility so you might have a defensive coach all he's responsible for is goal line and short yardage so he's looking at goal line short yardage right you got another coach who's looking defensively, what does their offense do in third down situations? you might have another coach looking at, all I'm focusing on right now is red zone. This is what they're doing in red zone. We're going to be really good. So you break it down in the phases of your defensive staff. So it's a really good question.
0: Next up we have Shauna says, Coach, give us your picks for the basketball teams in the Mayak tournaments, us versus St. Mary's and us versus St. Olaf.
1: Man. Um, Well, I'm going definitely, you know, Hamlin's going to, Hamlin's going to, we're gonna go two for two here. So pulling for Coach Hayes and Coach Folkey, we gotta get these wins. I know the time has changed. So uh, if you're listening, well, this won't come out. This when this comes out, it'll be uh, oh, it'll be um, you know, the games will have been have played. But I think they're gonna move the times up because of storms. and Mike, they're supposed to be seven pm starts tonight. And it's moving to five. So uh, when you hear this, hopefully we we will we will have went two for two. Jimmy
0: would like to know how do you like these rules in college, like transfer portals and players being able to earn money off their likeness. Well, I mean that's
1: the that's the way of the world we're in. Um, how do I? I mean, I don't know. I, honestly, man, I think the portal is making it's making it easy for for young people um, to, to to run away. You know, if things don't go your way. I'm just going to jump in the portal, and that's not that's not you know, that's not the way life works, you know, so I'm, I'm not a fan of it for that reason. Now, <clears throat> I am a fan of it if if, hypothetically, School A recruits you, School A's coach leaves, um, and you want to jump into the portal, I think that's good. You know, I think that's, I shouldn't say, I think that's fair, because I even had a situation where when I was in college, the head coach that recruited me, Coach Barry, God bless him, you know, we went to we had him for two seasons, and then they left. A new head coach came in, and I had to figure it out, and I can be honest and honestly tell you that the new head coach was not a fan of a lot of kids that Coach Barry brought in. So my point is, we, you know, we, I, I stuck through it and, and figured it out, and it was the best thing that ever happened to me. So so with the portal, I would say there's there, – there, I can see some pluses to it, but I don't know. I see a lot. I mean, it's like two, over – we were in the portal this morning, and there's like over 2,000 kids in there, and there's going to be kids that don't get an opportunity to get out of that that – have no place to go, so – you better be careful of what you're looking, what you're asking for. I mean, the grass isn't always green on the other side. Now, when it comes to name, image, and likeness, wow, that's a tough one, too. I, I think at the bigger schools, some schools are using it to where, you know, if you know Rob, and, Rob's on the te- Rob plays at school A and, and Chip plays at school A, and Rob is the, is the, is the, is the outstanding um, football player, and he's making all the money, like they distribute it throughout the, the team. I think that's cool. But then I don't understand how there's some people that are, you know, there's a quarterback at Florida, man. I think was like a 13 million dollar buy. Like to me, I just don't know how you govern that, man. That's like the wild, wild west. So I think I don't know how long that that name, image, and likeness is going to continue this way. I think I can see it, you know, changing because I think it is good, man. These guys, we ask a, you know, we ask a lot of those guys, man,
0: at the at the higher levels.
1: So I can see what their argument is, but the way we have it set up now is just the wild, wild west. So.
0: Next up, we have Ronald, who says, with UCLA and USC jumping to the Big Ten and the conference, the Pac-12 conference, looking at adding San Diego State and SMU, do you believe that this turns the Pac-12 into something like the Big East or one of these mid-majors because they're not going to be considered a major conference anymore?
1: Hmm. Good question. Um. I, well, I guess I would argue and say I, I guess it would still considered the Pac-12 of, a- Power five, so if they can them a concern with power five, though. I think they'll still have some, some, you know, some, 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 some dogs in the fight, but it's yeah, it's going to be definitely different with UCLA and, um, US, if UCLA and USC, correct? Yes, yeah, with those two teams <laughs> going to the Big Ten, think about that. I man you have from Rutgers, New Jersey, all the way to California, man. You got everything painted, you got broad stroke paints a paint job on the whole country, so that's going to be very interesting, very interesting to see how that turns out. But I don't think necessarily the, Pac-10, the Pac-12 will
0: become like a, a smaller mid-major conflict. I really don't. Aaron says, Coach, I saw that defensive coordinator Gannon is taking responsibility for the Eagles losing the Super Bowl, believing he didn't do a good enough job. Do you put the blame on him?
1: <laughs> um, I have enough blame to put on myself, so um, I'm not blaming him. <laughs> don't, I don't You know, I don't... <laughs> I, I, I'd hate to sit here and say, "Hey, this is why those guys lost." There's a lot of reasons why. So, you know, they, hey, we had a Eagles had a great season. If that's how he feels. I can't change that. But that's not for me to sit here and say. I don't ever want to be one of those type of people who say, "Hey, this is why they lost." You know, like there's a lot of reasons why a, the, a loss happens. So, if that's how he feels, that's how he feels.
0: Well, one of the things you've always taught me is a good coach accepts responsibility for losses. So, there you go. I think that's there a good know. coach. Mm-hmm. Kenna would like to know. He says, "I'm starting to think that Kirk Cousins is really not nothing more than a great regular season quarterback, but is not a quarterback who can lead a team to a Super Bowl." What do you think, Coach?
1: Um, I disagree. I think I think he has the tools to do it. Um, I've seen. I don't. I don't want this to come off bad or negative, but I've seen quarterbacks with with less talent, you know, do a good job of 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 leading their team to the um to the playoffs and then winning a the Super Bowl. So I would say, once they get that defense short up, and they just brought in uh, Bryant, Coach Flores, that was formerly of the Dolphins, was with the Steelers last year. So glad that he's come to Minnesota. He got an opportunity to tighten up that defense. I think he has a good defense. Kirk Cousins is capable, and with what they have from the weapons that they have offensively, he's 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 good. I don't want to rank. Is he? I mean, he's probably I'd say top ten, right outside the top ten quarterbacks in the NFL. He's only thirty two. Only 32 of them, so you know. I think he's he's good. I don't want to I don't want to talk bad about Kirk Cousins. So,
0: Dennis would like to know who are some college football players that you were excited to see how they perform once they get to the NFL. Oh, uh, like current is what they're saying. Current I guess it? so. Yeah, I guess yeah yeah.
1: Um, I'm interested to see. I'm interested to see the. Man, I don't study I'm interested to see the quarterback from Alabama and the quarterback from Ohio State. Just to see how they, how they, how their games transfer over, especially with Jalen Hurts having a year he had. Justin Fields is knocking on the door of, I think, becoming a Jalen
0: Hurts type player. Those two guys, I'm really interested to see how they, how, how they, how they play in,
1: at the next level.
0: Next up, we have Kyle, who has two questions for you. His first is, he said, for Presidents' Day, Coach, who is a president that you admire the most?
1: Um, President's Day, President, um, I would say, um, I'd say, I would say Barack Obama. Barack Obama, I thought, you know, you know, just from how, you know, where the country was, where the country's been, to where it's come now, not to say that we, you know, it was this perfect, but, you know, to see, to see him get elected, and, you know, I thought he tried to do his best um, to to run a country, you know, with, with obviously, you know, you got to do two different parties, and getting certain things passed. I thought, you know, for, for me, I thought Barack Obama did the best he could with what he had.
0: He'd also like to to know, who on your team do you think would be a good president one day? <laughs> <clears throat> who would be a good president? Well,
1: I'm going to take some time and think about this one. <laughs> who would be a good president? Who would be a good president? <laughs> um, I would probably say... I'd say probably Caleb Leaders. He's a defensive back from, from, um, from Texas, and the reason why I say that is yeah, we call him Mr. Hamlin, man. He's all over the place. man. He's pretty, decent, pretty solid at connecting. You know, He can get over in student affairs. He's you know, getting people to the winning basketball game. I don't know, man. He's just he's, he, he, – At a politician, you got to be able to move in a lot of different rooms. I think he can move around a lot of different rooms.
0: Chris says, Coach, I know you love the coach. So I'm just curious about what retirement would look like for you one day. What, what would you do with yourself? Wow, that's a great question. Um, well, hopefully a lot of golf. I just actually just yelled
1: at my dad, man. He's on. He lives on a golf course down in Florida, and he's not playing golf like twice a week. And I'm like, what are you doing, man? Like, what are you doing? Like, he like, go play golf, man. So hopefully I'd be golfing three times a week, um, hanging out with some hopefully hanging out with golf buddies afterwards. Um, retirement, um, yeah, I mean, golfing and just maybe a little, I'm not a big, big time travel guy, but you know, um, maybe travel a little bit and, you know, just depending on, you know, where I'm at, you know, if I have, if I have, if I'm fortunate to have a grandson or daughter, you know, maybe being close enough to spend, to spoil them. Um, yeah, that's, that's, that's,
0: that's, that's, I would, I would say a lot of golfing, so beautiful. Erica says, Coach, would you mind if a, if your wife or your girlfriend was doing better than you financially or in their careers? It's probably a good story behind that.
1: Absolutely not. <laughs> absolutely not, man. Now, you know, you want to again, just my personal opinion. You know, you want to make sure you can take care of your own household. You know, as as as, and again, I, you know, not to offend anybody, but just as the man of the household, like you want to make sure that all the bills are taken care of, and you know. You know, you, you, whoever you're living with at that point, you know, they take care of everything else. This is actually a really good question because, you know, a lot of a lot of uh, relationships, a lot of times they 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 get um, they dissolve because of money. You know, so if the, the young lady I was dating made more, or I was married to, made more money than me, I, mean, I would tip my hat to her and and be happy and smile, and <laughs> but I would make sure I take care of my I make sure I take care of my responsibilities too as well. I wouldn't just wanna
0: just wouldn't wanna just lean on lean on her lean on uh, my partner. So. We have two from Jenny. The first is she would like to know what is your favorite Valentine's Day memory.
1: Valentine's Day memory? <laughs> um, I'd probably say, boy, well, maybe it was middle school. Uh, maybe middle school. Maybe getting maybe getting some balloons or giving getting some balloons from a from a, a young lady that I probably had a crush on, or you know maybe giving
0: a young lady some balloons I had a crush on. So something, yeah, something like that. She'd also like to know how does one capture the heart of Coach Taylor on Valentine's Day. Huh. <laughs> well,
1: that's a good question. How does one capture the heart? That's a that's a loaded question. So now absolutely. I'm not gonna answer that. No, I mean I'm pretty I'm a pretty simple guy. I don't really you know I'm not really into holidays and all those things. So you know if it was for me. You know, just a good dinner. A good dinner's a good dinner and a good dinner in a movie is 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 simple. I don't need to go downtown to the ocean air and, and spend all this money at those expensive places, man. A good little home cooked dinner with a maybe a movie. And that's like that would be cool, but
0: <laughs> And our words of wisdom for this week, coach.
1: Words of wisdom.
0: Um, I told this to the
1: team this morning, a short one, but I think it's I'm a big believer in it, man. You know, your your happiness is your responsibility. You know, you're 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 in charge of your of your happiness, man. So, you know, hopefully that can spread throughout, and, and we can have some happy people this week. That's beautiful, Coach Taylor. Thanks for joining us this week. All right. Thanks for listening.